now, The Whole Home Show with Tony Joe on CFAX 1070. Hi there, everyone. Welcome to another episode of The Whole Home Show. I'm Tony Joe. I'm your host here every week, bringing you tips, education, and updates on home-related matters. Whether you are in the real estate market or if you're looking for decorating or improvement ideas for your home, this is a great place for you to be. Our show comes to you every week with the support of our show partners, Denise Webster, mortgage broker with Dominion Lending Center's Modern Mortgage Group, J.P. Sellers, insurance advisor at Westland Insurance, the Sitka Law Group for your real estate, wills and estates, corporate and personal injury needs, and Silhouette Home Inspections with Pierre Beauvais. If you need help or direction in your real estate transaction, give any of the whole Home Show team members a call. They would love to hear from you. I'm your host here every week. I've been selling real estate here in Greater Victoria since 1991. I've handled hundreds of transactions here in our fair city. Thousands, thousands, actually. I am, a, I am proud to be ranked as one of the top REMAX agents in Western Canada. I'd be pleased to help you as well, too. If you need uh, maybe a second opinion, you want to talk about the market, what's going on out there, forecast about what we are anticipating in the days coming forward here, just reach out to me. I'd be happy to chat with you. You can find me and the rest of our whole Home Show team members by visiting the cfax1070.com website. Look under shows where you'll find us, the whole Home Show with me, Tony Joe. All of our contact information is there, or you can always just reach out to me. I love hearing from our loyal CFAX listeners. I'd be happy to connect you with any of our team. And by the way, if you're a podcast listener, you can listen to us on iTunes or Google Play. Uh, all five years worth of episodes are there. Always tons of great information. We're having a conversation today with two of our show partners. Our guest will be Gurpreet Randawa, again, a partner from the Sitka Law Group. She's going to be talking about legal aspects uh, things that are going on in her realm right now in the uh, law world relating to real estate and all that. Uh, we'll also be talking with her about doing things like reviewing documents, even in a time like this where the market is hot and sometimes buyers are bypassing all of that. It is still very important. You need to know what you're buying. And of course, having somebody like Gurpreet providing you advice and education uh, is very important. We'll also be chatting with another show partner, J.P. Uh, Sellers. He is an insurance advisor at Westland Insurance. Hoping to have a conversation with him about things like strata insurance. This remains a hot topic out there. Uh, and of course, other things like uh, uh, paying attention to the change in the seasons, because here we are, you know, we're leaving the winter, moving into lovely spring here in Victoria. Maybe it's time to start looking around your house and thinking about things that could become issues next winter when the rains come or, you know, we might get some snow. Who knows? Uh, anyways, always great having them. Again, we're going to be chatting with Gurpreet Randawa and J.P. Sellers. Always, of course, start with a conversation about what's going out there, what's going on out there. Uh, and if you, uh, a listener of our, our program here regularly, have something that you want to talk about, is there a topic, uh, something that has come your way, something real estate related, I'm happy to cover it here and share it with all the rest of our listeners as well To Again, just go on to the cfax1070.com website. Uh, you'll find our contact information uh, or just Google me, look me up, reach out to me. I love hearing from uh, all of you. It's always, always nice connecting. I do want to talk today uh, about 
pre-sales, because this is something that um, you know, I'm, I'm not going to say necessarily there's more now than before. Pre-sales, of course, are when you're buying a condo or even a house before it is actually built. It's a it's a sale pre-completion. Uh, and there is, uh, there's a number of things to know about pre-sales. And the first is, why do we even have them? You know, I've had people say, can't a developer just build the thing so that I can have a look at it, so I can get a feel around, get a sense of it? Uh, it's a big purchase. Yeah, you're paying a lot of money for a home. And it is sometimes uh, just mind-boggling that people will pay $600,000, million, $2 million dollars, on something just from sales and marketing materials without even having seen the finished product. So why do developers do pre-sales? Well, the first thing to know, uh, folks, is generally it is a requirement from the developer's bank. You know, we see quite often where the development will not be confirmed to proceed unless a certain number of pre-sales are met, you know, whatever the number is, is it 20%? Is it 20 units? Depends on the developer. And you, you kind of sort of, you gotta, you gotta, um, you gotta understand that. It, it's like, if the seller, if the developer doesn't get the pre-sales they want, they won't go ahead and build it. Or if the market is not justifying it. If people aren't coming forward and buying their properties, then the developer might say, hmm, maybe it's not the right thing at this time. That has happened here, by the way, folks, in Greater Victoria. There have been developments that did not proceed, right? Um, so that is the reason why pre-sales are required by the developer. Now, the other thing too is, of course, uh, any developer wants to have as many units pre-sold as possible. We have seen in market areas like Toronto, where they sell out a 400 unit development over a weekend. There's a whole, you know, people line up. It's like for, for concert tickets or whatever, the latest iPhone. Uh, people line up around the corner overnight to get into the show home, to get their name on a, on a pre-sale. It it's the most remarkable thing. Right. Um, the next question is, why don't you wait until the thing is done so that you can see the finished product? If it's a condo, you want to see the view. You want to see the attributes, the quality or things like that. Why don't you wait? Well, I kind of just answered that question a moment ago. The, you could wait. But if you wait, number one, the development could get sold out. Uh, or even if they did have remaining units, say they had you know, there were 80% sold, which means there's 20% left. Uh, the issue there is you're not going to get a choice. You don't have the choice of the floor you want or the floor plan or the configuration. You're left with what's left. And normally when there's 20% left in the building, all of the good stuff is gone. All of the key views, all of the, uh, you know, bigger floor plans or whatever are gone. So, Yes, you can wait till uh, the building is done, but you're not going to have a lot of choice, a lot of selection. Another thing, too, is pricing. Because if the market continues to go up, as we have seen over the course of the past, oh, my goodness, it's, it's, been, it's been pretty well 10 years straight now of growth. Now, mind you, it was 26% last year. It doesn't go up 26% every year. It's often it's like 3%. 
or 5%, something a little more reasonable. Because of the cycle of construction with, for instance, again, a condo, we're not talking two or three months from start to finish. We're talking two or three years. And of course, that has the capacity or ability to mean if, it, if the market goes up 5% per year, that unit could end up costing 10% or 15% more if you waited for it to be done. So if you're looking at a condo right now that is $700,000, there is a possibility that could be closer to $800,000 when the building is done. You know, one of the interesting things about buying a pre-sale is you are really buying tomorrow at today's prices. And you think about all the people that bought pre-sales two years ago or three years ago that completed this year, they are very happy because their property went up in value 26 or 30% even before they took possession of it. It is the most remarkable thing. Uh, so, you know, those are just some of the aspects to, uh, to pre-sales and, you know, why they're there. Um, there are securities there too. I think your priest is going to talk about that. There's a right of rescission where you have seven days to decide whether you want to proceed or not. Um, pre-sales are an interesting way to buy. And the last thing I want to leave you with folks right now is um, it's interesting. Developers, uh, they have a harder time generating multiple offers and bidding wars on new developments on pre-sales because they have so much inventory that a buyer can move from one to another. So unlike the rest of the market where people need to fight, you don't necessarily need to in a pre-sale as well. Um, and if you're interested in a pre-sale, by the way, you can call your agent, get your agent to represent you. Some people think, oh, I'll just go to the developer and I'll just uh, uh, buy directly. Hey, listen, there are things that your representative should be looking out for you as opposed to just dealing with the developer directly. Uh, as always, if you have questions, just reach out to me, but we need to take our break here. When we come back, we'll be talking with Gurpreet Randawa. Back in a moment. You're listening to The Whole Home Show with Tony Joe on CFAX 1070. Thanks for coming back. You're listening to The Whole Home Show, and I'm Tony Joe. Today, we're chatting with our show sponsors and regular supporters, of course, with their help and their assistance and support. It enables us to be here for you guys every week and provide you this great information and stuff about real estate that you've always wanted to know. And uh, it is our uh, pleasure and honor to be here for you every week. And of course, we all love our loyal CFAX listeners and we hear from you on a regular basis. And as a reminder, you know, if you've got a question, you want to talk about anything, you don't need to wait until the radio program. You can always just reach out to us, find our contact information on the CFAX1070.com website. We love chatting with our listeners. Right now, we have Gurpreet Randawa. She is a partner at the Sitka Law Group, of course, one of our regular guests here, uh, and always, always full of great information. Uh, thanks, Gurpreet, for joining us. Thanks for having me again, Tony. You know what? We were talking just before getting on here. It is a busy time for you. Like, there's no, there's no question. So yeah. what's happening out there in the marketplace? So what are you guys seeing? Um, I'm still seeing lots of unconditional offers. Um, so I often don't hear from clients until two weeks before closing when they ask me where I'm at with document preparation. <laughs> um, it's rare that I have clients reach out to me to review title um, or to review the contract. So that's continued. Um, well, actually, actually, before, hold on. Before, before you, you, you uh, 
uh, um, before you continue here. <laughs> so it's a usual process in a normal marketplace to ask your lawyer to review the uh, title, the, the contract or whatever. But what yeah. you're just saying is that you don't hear from people until their sale happens because there's no conditions. Right. Yeah, exactly. So it's uh, right now it's rare that I actually receive an inquiry from a client to review their title or to review their contract. Yeah. You know, <laughs> the question is, is this a good thing or a bad thing? I'm going to suggest that it's always good for any consumer to review documents. It is still one of our processes, as you know, mm -hmm. uh, even when an offer, when a uh, client chooses to make an offer unconditional, we won't, we still want to send you a copy of the title. Yeah, you know, uh, have the review because we don't want those surprises when the people exactly. Yeah, it's really important to do your due diligence. I'm happy to even review, you know, your title and your contract before you submit it for acceptance. Mm -hmm. um, but once you have that un or that unconditional offer accepted, you're now in a binding contract, which means you can't back out if you discover something after that point. Have you bumped into situations where people do want to back out or a contract has failed? I haven't personally come across that very often. Yeah. Um, it, it's not as common to discover something before closing. Yeah. Um, so there aren't many situations in my experience where buyers who have an uh, unconditional accepted offer want to back out. Yeah. Well, um, I, and I think part of it is because of the way the market is going right now. Because yeah. people are generally happy. And especially if you're a buyer, you've made this offer. It's like a month or two months from when you did the deal. You're seeing the market go up. You're pretty happy about your purchase, yeah. right? I suspect or I feel that there will be a point in time where the market shifts a little bit, where we might see some of that trouble pop up, right? Yeah, it's possible. Yeah. Yeah. It, it, yeah. Interest, interesting time. Um, the other thing too, that we talked about, uh, before going to air here is, uh, you, you're, you're booking, you're booked for, uh, April, you know, you know, when these closings are happening, right? Yeah, exactly. And if, if you are a buyer or seller with an accepted offer, it's very important to get in touch with your, your lawyer or notary right away to ensure that they're aware that their transactions coming. Um, we're finding we're receiving contracts very last minute. Um, and it's possible, you know, that we may not be able to assist depending on our volume that day. Mm -hmm. um, so do give your professionals a heads up that they have a trans that you have a transaction closing on a certain date. Okay. Hey, listen, I want to give you a shout out right now. Um, I, uh, of course, we suggest you, it, as a professional, should we give a couple of names, you know, two or three names? Uh, I do tend to notice that our clients call you guys uh, most frequently. And that's just a, you know, a coincidence, right? <laughs> um, but a client chose another uh, uh, a solicitor. And this is a little complicated because they were in Ontario. Mm -hmm. And uh, um, there's elderly parent, there was uh, four or five people on title uh, and they chose another solicitor and it did not turn out well because there was delays. There was, um, you know, she was wondering what's going on. Where's the paperwork? Didn't get notification of the completion on the completion date. Mm -hmm. uh, let's just say I was glad that that solicitor was not on my list because mm -hmm. I, 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 you know, I, I, I wouldn't be suggesting because, you know, I, uh, I, I feel that you guys would have handled that differently. Yeah. I mean, buying and selling property is a, is a high stress transaction. And so we do our best to, to have open communication with our clients. Um, our lawyers do our very best to get back to clients the same day to return phone calls um, because we appreciate, you know, it, it is high stress. So, 
Yeah. Um, I'm sorry to hear that, that you had a client who went through that. Well, but you know, I think it's just important to bring up the fact that the lawyers are not all the same. You know, yeah. the presumption is, oh yeah, well, you know, whatever, we'll do the same thing or, or whatever. Um, I did explain that it was a little more complicated because of signing and signatures and all that mm -hmm. stuff. Um, so, you know, I, 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 it almost feels like she was sold a bill of goods that, that, that right. wasn't quite right. You know? Right. Right. It, Sorry to hear that. I, I think it is important to definitely work with a professional who is familiar with, you know, real estate transactions. And that is one of their main areas of practice. For sure. For sure. Um, listen, one thing that I do want to talk about right now is, uh, reviewing of documents because something that we are seeing a lot more of myself included uh, are pre-sales so people buying condos that aren't even built yet it's just a hole in the ground uh, and then uh, part of the process is the developer providing a disclosure statement which is this multi-page document that outlines everything um, but we always get a lawyer like you to mm -hmm. review this on behalf of our clients so you're seeing a lot of that right I'm seeing a lot of uh, buyers, you know, buy into uh, pre-construction situations where you do have disclosure packages, which are usually hundreds of pages in length, contracts, which are not your standard contract of purchase and sale. Um, these contracts- Because it's the developer that, that, that devised these contracts. So of course you think about who's, you know, who, who is the contract leaning towards? Exactly. Yeah. So, and they often have, their contracts are often 20, 30 pages long. Um, so seeing lots of requests for review of those documents and with pre-construction, uh, buyers do have a seven day rescission period. So there is that time to review those documents with your lawyers. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So uh, you're not being pushed to make the decision. It's a provincial law where a new development has to allow people uh, that seven days to change their mind with no reason at all. They can just say, I just changed my mind, uh, yeah. which is great. That's like cooling off period. Actually, the government's mm -hmm. kind of talking about that uh, uh, in general. Uh, you have done some for uh, ARC. I remember you identified, it doesn't come to mind right now. You identified something that you suggested that we uh, pitched the developer and it was fine. But again, just one of those things, you know, just don't assume that you know this uh, developer-based disclosure statement is is all you know. No, yeah, 100%. with those contracts, you know, types of things you want to look look into uh, in detail are what is the completion date? There often isn't a set completion date. You know, is there a deadline? Do they have to deliver this property to you by a certain date, or or can they keep extending until they ultimately complete? Um, that's a common one that we want to review thoroughly with clients. What is a completion date? We want to talk about, you know, do you get to do a deficiency walkthrough? When does that happen? We want to talk about what's included in your purchase price. Another main thing we want to talk about is what is your unit going to look like since you haven't seen it? Yes. And so these contracts often um, do uh, contemplate variations in size, dimensions, materials. Um, so you definitely want to review these pre-construction contracts thoroughly. Yeah. Oh, it's, it's so important. And it's just amazing when you think about it, you know, somebody uh, paying a million dollars for something that they haven't seen. And of course, if people wonder, you know, how can somebody do that? Well, the mm -hmm. other alternative is to wait until the building's done, at which point it's going to be sold out or close to the, yeah, a lot of pre-sales are yeah. sold out at this point. Yeah. Right. And prices may change. Yeah. Um, so yeah, at the end of the day, having said all that, yes, these contracts are drafted in favor of developers, but I mean, most developers are going to do their best to deliver the product they promised to deliver. It makes sense for them to try to complete as soon as possible. Um, but there are delays, especially with COVID, 
um, supply chain issues and so on. Yeah, well, listen, uh, we need to take a break here right now. Remind our listeners if they need to, uh, to reach you, what's the best way? Best way is phone 778-265-2677. And they can always go online too, right? Online, our website, sitkalaw.ca or our social media pages. And you guys are active. For a law firm, you're active in social media. That's that's really saying you got the right people there. It's great. Well, listen, uh, need to take a break here. We'll be back in just a moment. Now, the whole home show with Tony Joe on CFAX 1070. Hi there. Thanks for coming back. You're listening to the whole home show, and I'm Tony Joe. Our show comes to you every week with the support of our show partners, Denise Webster, mortgage broker with Dominion Lending Center's Modern Mortgage Group, JP Sellas, insurance advisor at Westland Insurance. The Sitka Law Group for your real estate, wills and estates, corporate and personal injury needs, and Silhouette Home Inspections with Pierre Bove. If you need help or direction in your real estate transaction, give any of the whole home show team members a call. They would love to hear from you. Uh, as I always say, if you're looking for their contact information, just go online, cfax1070.com. Look under shows to find us, the whole home show. All of our contact information is there. You can always reach out to me as well, too. I'd be happy to introduce you. We all love hearing from our CFAX listeners. You guys are such a great uh, uh, support uh, support for all of us. And by the way, if you're a podcast listener, go on to iTunes or Google Play, and there you'll find uh, the whole home show with Tony Joe. All 240 some odd episodes. Uh, it's been five years now. Right. Seems like yesterday. Uh, we're talking with Gurpreet Randawa, one of our show uh, partners and supporters. We're having a chat about legal aspects, which are always very important. Gurpreet, of mm-hmm. course, is a uh, partner at the Sitco Law Group. Uh, Gurpreet, again, thanks for coming. Thanks for having me, Tony. Um, so, yes, we talked just before the break about reviewing disclosure statements for pre-construction that could be for condos that can be for houses like a housing uh, yeah. uh development things like that the other thing that we're seeing too is str- of course the condos the strata market is very busy right now and yes people are still writing offers that are unconditional but that doesn't mean that you can't get things reviewed ahead of time right normally exactly. offers are delayed you know five days seven days or something like that um, this is something that you guys help out with too, reviewing the strata document package. Absolutely. Yeah. So do as much due diligence as you can before you submit your offer with stratas, condos, townhouses. Um, it's very important to review strata documents as well. So you know exactly what you're getting yourself into. Um, and standard strata documents include things like a depreciation report. So stratas are required to um, create an inventory list of the common assets, a lifespan, a budget for repairs and maintenance. So it's important to review that. Very important to review the strata minutes. So you get an idea of the inner workings of the strata, potential issues, um, bylaws and rules. So you get an idea of your, you know, the day-to-day rules that you must comply with when you live in a strata. Very important to re- review all that and, and also the strata's insurance policy. Oh, so which is so important. And, yeah. uh, and of course, we'll be talking with uh, JP from West Island Insurance about that because there have been changes and concerns about mm-hmm. uh, about insurance. Uh, now, uh, people have to know this is this is not exactly exciting reading. Uh, this is often hundreds of pages in different formats, and um, this is truly labor intensive, right? It truly is. <laughs> Yeah, it's it's not the mo- most exciting package to, to review. Um, it does seem daunting because it can be hundreds of pages. But for the most part, it is in plain English language. So it is easy to understand um, and very important to go through. 
Well, and, and the thing too, is every once in a while, a, a buyer will say, well, I'll just read through it, you know, and I'll, uh, uh, whatever. Well, uh, you know, unless you are in it, uh, even we as licensees, we are not qualified to make assessments on property management issues, definitely not depreciation report issues or contingency reserve funds. Um, that is to be left to the experts. Um, but, uh, you know, considering what somebody's paying for a condo, for them to read and not fully understand you know, the entire picture, it's a, it's a risky proposition, but I just wanted to make sure uh, listeners knew that reviewing strata documents is something that, that you um, as a law firm can handle, right? Yeah, we can definitely review strata documents like you. There are limitations uh, around the opinions we can give. So we also cannot, you know, give an opinion on a depreciation report or that's an engineer's job. Yeah, exactly. But we can definitely go through the documents with you, um, help to identify some red flags um, so that you can, you know, reach out to the appropriate experts to get some further advice. Fantastic. Uh, Gurpreet, you know, I, I, it's always great having you here. It's so important for listeners to, to hear you and know that, you know, um, the role of the solicitor, the lawyer is very important, not just in their purchase and sale, but, you know, they can talk to you about wills, estates, um, all of those things uh, as well, too. It's a complicated process and, uh, you know, you guys are the right people uh, to talk to. So remind us again, best way for people to, uh, to reach you. Uh, best ways by phone, 778-265-2677. Um, our website, thecolaw.ca or our social media pages. Yeah. Uh, or listen to past episodes here on our podcast uh, with the whole home show. Um, listen, thanks, Gurpreet, uh, for coming. Uh, always a pleasure having you here. And uh, again, to our listeners, if anyone uh, is looking for assistance uh, for legal aspects, please do consider uh, getting in touch with Gurpreet and the team at the, at the Sika Law Group. So thanks for coming, Gurpreet. Thanks again for having me, Tony. Great. So joining us now is our next show sponsor. It is Westland Insurance. And of course, our man in the realm of home insurance and car insurance, JP Sellers. JP, thanks for joining us. Thanks, Tony. Hey, listen, um, we were just talking with uh, Gurpreet, of course, about things like, we were talking about condos and reviewing condo documents and all that, depreciation reports, uh, things like that. Topic that you and I often talk about uh, is the importance of insurance. Because when people are buying condos now, they want to review the insurance policy of the building because there's a lot to know there, isn't there? Absolutely. I think now more than ever, with so many things wanting to confirm your coverages for, you know, getting a copy of that strata insurance, confirming what you would be responsible for in the event of a claim to the common area, let's say, you know, the hallway or the entranceway, you know, whether it be a fire or you know, a water damage claim, if you are responsible to pay towards that strata deductible. You'd want to know if your personal insurance would, would provide you with some coverage. Yeah, because, you know, it, it, it's, it's a big conversation to have because people assume they live in a condo. I got a problem. Oh, it's okay. The strata insurance is going to cover it. Not always the case because, you know, that, that deductible has to be placed somewhere. Um, you know, the, the strata not, is not always going to be there to cover everything. You, you rely on the insurance to cover some of that damage. And unfortunately that does get, you know, levied onto the unit owners of the building. So definitely important to review those limits, review those coverages. I know it, uh, 
reading all those pages isn't always the funnest thing to do, but uh, you know, knowing exactly what you're covered for will help you on that, uh, that rainy day that you need to know what's going on. Well, that's what we were just talking about with graffiti, you know, it, like the stuff, like the uh, strata document package, the minutes, the bylaws, financial statements, and then now the insurance. This is not fun reading. And um, actually, it is very helpful to have somebody like you who actually speaks this language because insurance is a whole other language. No, absolutely. D different language altogether. Um, you know, we, we here at Westland, we're, we're always available to go through every single piece of the documents make you understand exactly what the limit is, what you're responsible for, you know, any of those shortfalls that you may have that you don't even know about, um, we can talk our way through that stuff. Okay. So here's another question. The condo building of course has its own insurance policy. There are many insurance companies out there, right? So somebody buys a condo and of course they should get their own insurance. Does it have to be the same company as the strata uh, insurance company or can they get their own? They can get their own, you know, it's whichever broker, whichever company they, they have a relationship with or they're comfortable with, whether it be someone they've been with 5, 10, 15 years, whether it be, you know, their neighbor that's an in insurance, you know, all they need to do is, you know, feel comfortable, you know, with the broker that they're with, you know, feel comfortable that they're, you know, being insured properly for, for everything that they're going to need. Um, when that unfortunate claim or unfortunate circumstance comes your way. Yeah. And that's the whole point insurance because you don't think about it when you don't need it, but when you need it, you're happy that it's there. Right. Absolutely. Especially when you look at some of those, you know, deductibles that could be 25,000, 50,000, you know, knowing that you have, you know, the insurance to protect you in that way financially is definitely a, uh, something that uh, you can be able to sleep better at night. <laughs> well, hey, listen, we're having a chat with JP Sellis. He is an insurance advisor at Westland Insurance. Uh, need to take a, a break here, though. When we come back, though, we'll be having a little more fulsome conversation about things that you, uh, our listeners, homeowners, investors, should know regarding home insurance. We'll be back in just a moment. This is The Whole Home Show with Tony Joe on CFAX 1070. Thanks for coming back. You're listening to The Whole Home Show, and I'm Tony Joe. Having a conversation with our show sponsors today. Earlier, we spoke with Gurpreet Randawa. She is a partner at the Sitka Law Group, where they take care of your real estate, wills and estates, corporate and personal injury needs. And right now, we're having a chat with J.P. Sellis from Westland Insurance. Westland Insurance can be found here in many locations in Greater Victoria. They'll take care of your home insurance, your car insurance. Uh, J.P., thanks for coming. And remind us, what locations can people visit? We've got several locations here in Victoria. Uh, me personally, I am at our West Side Village stop Shopping Center location. Um, address is uh, unit number 115, 176 Wilson Street. Uh, we also have our town um, location right next door to uh, Brown Social House. Up we also have our uh, Callwood location and our Langford location as well um, over in the West Shore. That, that's great. Westland's a large uh, organization. Uh, seems like insurance companies, they're, they're buying up insurance companies uh, all over the place. Right? Yeah, definitely a, a growing organization across Canada, which is, you know, obviously very neat to see and, and seeing, you know, the opportunities that we have, not just as uh, uh, employees to grow, but also seeing our, our reach go a little bit further for our clients as well. That's great. That's great. And before I forget, because um, I, I always throw in there, it's not just home insurance. 
you guys take care of uh, auto insurance as well. Do you take yes, care of us? Do. Yeah, absolutely. We do ICBC. We've got our private insurance with family. Um, also, you know, we're starting to see a little bit more traveling. So we do have travel insurance as well. Um, marine insurance for your boats. We also do that as well. So definitely a, an assortment of products here at Westland Insurance. Um, now, you and I were chatting about car insurance a little while ago. Um, so the ICBC sticker program is going away, right? Yes, that's right. Uh, we're seeing an effective uh, May 1st. Um, renewals won't uh, no longer require uh, a decal, um, which is you know definitely something that uh, we've seen in other provinces and obviously first for, for BC. So it's going to be definitely different for, for all the uh, vehicle owners in, in BC and also for, for insurance agents as well. We've always been used to giving out those decals on, on renewals um, every year. So that's definitely going to be a big change for us. But um, it's, it's definitely a, with the technology and not having to require decals on, on vehicles. And I think there's going to be some, some substantial um, financial savings as well for ICBC not having to produce these decals uh, um, every year. Yeah, you know, it's got to simplify the process too, because, you know, there's always that kind of mad scurry. Oh my goodness, I need my decal or whatever. And nowadays, of course, docs are, uh, you know, things can happen online. And, and as long as the payment or the payment scheme is made, then uh, you're insured, right? Yeah, so we, you know, obviously when the, the pandemic started, uh, ICBC launched a, uh, a program where we'd be able to, to process renewals and some transactions um, over the phone and through email. Um, and, you know, that's been, you know, very good for us. Um, also, this additional change now that's launching is the um, online renewals. So I think it launched actually today um, uh, for the online renewals for those who are eligible can go online, um, access their account and, and review their account for, for our online renewal. So, it's just another step in the, in the technology world that we're, we are in and, and, and a big change for what brokers and have been done, doing in the past when it comes to ICBC transactions. That is, that is, that is just amazing. It's, it's like entering the 21st century. <laughs> it is, you know, like when, when they talked about, the, you know, first of all, the decal part, you know, getting rid of the decals, I know there was a, that big thought like, how, how's that going to work? And, what do, how does anyone prove that they have insurance? And, you know, obviously the documents can provide that and with everything, you know, digitally available online, you know, there's obvious, you know, better ways to show proof of insurance than to always have your decal uh, on, on the plate. And then, you know, other provinces have been doing that uh, uh, in the past with, with great success. So just another step in the, the evolution of, of vehicle insurance. Yeah, and I, I think Ontario has implemented it or is very soon or something too, right? So, Yeah, I think so. I know Alberta um, yeah. has gone with a no decal and, and, you know, they've been doing it for, for, for years with success. So, you know. <laughs> All right. Well, hey, listen, of course, it's a home show. Let's get back into the, the, the home thing because the season's changed, right? I mean, here we are. It's, uh, uh, my goodness, springtime, right? Um, you know, hard to believe. Oh, absolutely. Right. And, you know, we, we hope that people manage to get uh, past the, um, uh, the winter 
without any issue um, because of course that's when the problems happen right the floods the you know snow and all that kind of stuff but the there's a change of season people still need to be um uh, considering their uh, their home and their investment right Absolutely. Uh, I know we talk, probably talk about this every year. We do the, we talk about the uh, spring, I guess, maintenance, I guess you would call it uh, on your home. But, you know, I would probably start, you know, maybe top to bottom, start with your roof, check for any damage, um, clean out your gutters, check your downspouts, um, check your foundation, see if there's any cracks, maybe your exterior wall needs to be, you know, maintained as well as your siding or maybe you've got some loose brick um, that requires some, some touching up. You know, there's some other things to look at too. Maybe it's your checking the seals of your windows and your doors, make sure that, you know, there's nothing that needs to be, you know, fixed or updated there. Inside the house, I would say check your fire alarms, make sure the, the, uh, the smoke detectors are, are, are still in, Good working order, bad because they they expire, right? They can, yeah. They've got yeah. you know they've got a little expiry date, but also like the the batteries too. Like you don't you know I'd be checking those, make sure that the batteries don't need to be replaced. Uh, maybe you know going into your basement, checking if there's any uh, cracks in the wall, or if you smell anything funky. Maybe there's mold starting up there, or um, if you've got a deck or a fence that needs to be. Uh, uh, redone for this for the spring and the summer when you have those nice barbecues you know it's just you know, daily maintenance of, of the home not just to you know to make sure everything is good good working order but also you know keep the value up of the property I mean, you can see the value of the homes now and you want to keep that value up and keep that appearance up so definitely a number of things to check on i know there's lots of sources online too um, available so definitely would, would recommend that for sure. You know, you mentioned a deck. It's, it's funny because I was, I was at a property not that long ago and there were signs, you know, do not step out in the deck and we have a look and, you know, someone would fall right through it. And that's a reminder about liability, especially, you know, if the homeowner had guests or whatever. Um, but, you know, the season turns and the time to get a deck redone is kind of now. And, and especially nowadays with the trades and supplies uh, at the shortage that they're at right now, supply chain stuff and everything, you're going to want to get that booked like now in yeah, order to make it before the fall. End of right? March, beginning of April, definitely the best time to do it. So it's all ready to go for, for the summertime. Absolutely. I had a conversation too with a, another client um, who's thinking of going to market later this year because they're buying a pre-sale condo. And they asked, well, you know, I've never had the drain tiles cleaned in 40 years. It's the 1980s, about 40 years. Do you think we should get it done? I'm like, oh my goodness, that is a regular maintenance item. That is something that should be done like at least every couple of years, right? Oh, absolutely. You know, I, I think it's, it's okay to have, you know, an annual, annual maintenance check on, no. on almost everything. You just don't know with how the weather can react to everything that, you know, an, an annual check is, is okay to do. Wow. Yeah. So, so many things, so many things to take care of uh, with your home. You know, your home is a complicated, it's a complicated machine, right? Um, you, and a valuable one at that. And a valuable one. Yes. <laughs> yeah. I, I think the thing that people often forget about is the value increases in the land, the, the home, the structure itself is a depreciating item. 
without care, you know, um, these things can, uh, can get in bad shape. You know, I, I, you were mentioning earlier, you know, uh, looking at the exterior and stuff. I got to tell you, even these new houses that are only, you know, eight years old or 10 years old, I see examples where people aren't keeping up with the caulking. They're not keeping up with the paint, starting to see dried out wood and stuff like that. That's where the leaks happen. And that's where problems occur, right? Yeah, that's, that's where the, 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 the worst, worst part of having to make a claim and dealing with all that, all the damage and the, all the time that it takes and interruption in your life for something that you could have spent five minutes checking up on to avoid, right? Yeah. I mean, I look at, I look at properties and I, you know, I think for the most part, a, a home is probably a person's most valuable investment financial investment that they'll ever make, you know? So, you know, keeping up the maintenance on, on your home is, is probably the best, best thing to do in that circumstance. Well, it, it's just, you know, it's a reminder. And this is a conversation we have with uh, uh, Pierre, the, uh, the building inspector as well, too. You know, I think people sort of, they, they just let it go loose. Like they, 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 it gets away from them. You know, you, you have a home, it could be new, it could be something that's been uh, updated. And if you start forgetting about things, you start not paying attention, that's when things go bad. Absolutely. Right? Yeah. You know, a lot less cost getting somebody out to, you know, uh, caulk some seams or, you know, do some paint. Paint's so inexpensive, right? And, <laughs> and that's the stuff that, sa that saves, you know, saves your, your siding and saves your uh, exterior. And, and then you also mentioned some time ago talking about, you know, uh, improving your value. There is a difference between somebody who has maintained and managed their house versus somebody who has let it let it go right absolutely yeah so uh, you know so many things to think about listen jp uh remind our listeners if they need to get in touch with you or any of the guys at westland what's the best way best uh, way would be by phone here at the west side village location phone number here is 250-419-0015 i'd be happy to help you with any questions that you may have with your insurance or just pop on in. And when you're down, grab yourself a uh, juice next door or a coffee yeah, down the street. There's Starbucks the, around the corner. Yeah, absolutely. Liquor store, grab a bite. Or come <laughs> visit me. Come visit me because I'm just across the street from you down uh, on Harbor Road there. It's a great location. Yeah. You, you know, I got to say, it is so great chatting uh, with our uh, the people who make this show possible. We're here every week because of Sitka Law Group, because of uh, Westland Insurance, also because of Denise Webster and uh, Silhouette Billing uh, Inspections. And it's great having uh, all of this knowledge here uh, available to us. And I, I implore you, implore you, our listeners, our loyal listeners who listen here every week, uh, give these guys a call. You got a question. You need some insurance, get insurance questions. Don't be shy. Give JP a call. He's very, very approachable, as you can see here. And just tell him that uh, you heard us on CFAX. Uh, and of course, you know, get that extra special treatment, right, JP? Absolutely. <laughs> That's great. Well, listen, everyone, thanks for joining, uh, and we'll see you here at this time next week.